Meeting the people in your community. Here's Lisa Kay with Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town today, back in the studio with my friend Jessica Potter from the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Uh, my daughter and I had such fun helping to host some of the tours up at Good Council. It was so much fun to see you guys there giving tours, and Maya was definitely in her element, which I loved seeing. Yeah, she is uh, a little history geek Woo-hoo! at heart, too, so that's all good. So uh, that was fun. Was it a success? I mean, It was. I was talking to Heather. She said most of the tours were full. Oh, yeah. We were completely booked um, for sold out on Sunday, and we... Um, had some openings on Saturday, and now, you know, a couple days after the fact, everybody's like, oh, I want to go on those. Are you going to do them again? Like, and we'll see. We'll see. Oh, you know, okay. I mean, I, right now, no, but there might be an opportunity where we can do them again. Um, and so we'll just, we, at the doors open, we just have to, there's a lot of the logistics. The door's not open for you to just go by no, yourself. No, no, no. Thank you for that clarification. The door's open possibly <laughs> for more tours to be hosted. Yes. Okay. And and when and if that happens, we will let everybody know. Right. Because, uh, I mean, they are in transition. They're in transition. Mm-hmm. And so that's that was that's the big reason. And that's why we picked the weekend that we did this past weekend was Saturday and Sunday uh, tours of Good Council Academy. And um, the big piece with that was it, it worked with the school sisters in Notre Dame um, schedule. And, mm, and okay. so we had to respect that. And they're still living and working up on that campus. And so it's a matter of respecting, you know, their their, their place of residence. Right. We did actually run into a few of them, like Sister Mary in the in the wood carving area. She oh, was kind of going back there. Yeah. So good. like... That was pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. So it's it was a really great opportunity. I can tell you that um, I I got phone calls and emails from some of the sisters that we worked with, and they were overjoyed mm. that this was open to the public well, and sharing their space finally with yeah. people, right? Yeah. So it was I it was it was all around a great experience, and um and and you know I do hope that. Uh, the opportunity will rise again and that we'll be able to uh, be part of these public tours. So you just popped in off the street. I haven't been outside yet today, but I understand the air quality is not great. You said to me that this is the worst it's in the country right now, right? Right, right. So I think like, what was it last week? Where the where New York and Washington, D.C. were the worst in the United States. And well, I guess we the Minnesota gets that honor this week. Today. Do you keep track of things like that? Or what do you No, We don't. I mean, except for whatever shows up in the, the local newspapers. Okay. We clip the local newspapers and we file them. So if somebody is down the road looking at, you know, air quality or, or something, um, they may be able to find that article um, as it's getting documented. So we're that's how we're, we're recording history today is, okay. is how, you know, other people are documenting it. We're just making sure that we're collecting it. That you have it, it to mm-hmm. share later on. Right. Okay. Right. I was wondering, like, kind of what happens with history moving forward? Because a day like today, where we're the worst in the country. Yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah. Pretty big news. Yeah, it is. Mm. Minnesota is not a uh, healthy air quality day. Not today. Not today. So you should come to the History Center and (laughs) hang out in the museum all day long. Right. In the air conditioning and the filtered air. Filter air. There you go. Well, I know that (laughs) I I know we're going to talk about you being open and all of that. I received an email that there is another cemetery tour, which I'm, you know, I'm going to go on. Well, yeah. Awesome. I did the last one that you did, different cemetery this time. Right. So um, this time we are doing Historic Glenwood Cemetery, which is. Uh, kind of in the downtown part of Mankato, if you're not familiar with where Glenwood Cemetery is. Um, and this, the, these are unique. This is a unique opportunity um, because it's not 
typically when you think of a cemetery tour, you're thinking of maybe costumed characters by different um, headstones and you're they're talking about that person's story and whatever it might be. Um, well, that this, would be awesome, by well, the way. Maybe we'll do that someday. <laughs> um, but this is a self-guided audio tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you use your cell phone or a mobile device and um, you will take a, the tour um, at your own pace. Um, and each uh, we, we've laid out about 15 different stops. So when you get to that stop, you'll pull that video up, um, that video and that audio up on your phone and you'll be able to hear the story at your own pace. Um, this way, you know, when you do, uh, we've done different cemetery tours in the past and they're only like the Glenwood or the Good Council tours. They're only for a certain day and a certain time. Right. Um, by doing these self-guided opportunities, then it's at your schedule. Um, and so it allows more people the flexibility to be able to go um, and participate in the tours. So long story short, the tours um, are released today. Um, at 4 p.m., the it's all done. It's ready to go, and you will have access to the tour um, to purchase and to take. That you have access to the tour until the end of the month on June 30th. Okay. So you basically have two weeks, um, and you purchase your ticket. Your ticket is ten dollars per household or per email, and um, that ticket will give you access to the downloadable. Um, content that is your self-guided tour of historic glenwood cemetery so then could could you theoretically just purchase the tour and not go on the walking tour but just watch this at home yes yes so you have that option as well if you don't want to go out to the cemetery and walk the cemetery i mean it's a pretty hilly cemetery or air Um, quality or air quality (laughs) definitely today is not a great day to walk but um yeah you can and or if you're listening from far away and you, you can't get to the cemetery you can um listen to the audio and see some of the visual aspects of it um, from the the comfort of your air-conditioned home. Um, so there's two different opportunities to be able to participate in this, um, and you've got a couple of weeks. Um, and then basically, uh, midnight on June 30th, the link will close, and no one will have access to it oh. after that point. So um, kind of a fun opportunity to explore one of our historic cemeteries and... Um, and learn about some of the um, interesting people that are buried there. So are you going to give us a little bit of an insight? We don't want the whole thing, of course, no. because we want to go through. But like, what type of people are you going to be talking about? So there are 15 families that are included. Um, and for me, and I'm hoping after all the time we've talked together, for you, they will sound familiar as well. Okay. Um, so George Brett. Mm-hmm. Recognize the name. From... Do you know? The Brett's Department Store building. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, the Beerbauer Brothers. Beerbauer Brothers. Beerbauer Brewery. Brewery, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Oscar, Oscar Schmidt. Mm, would it be Schmidt? No, so Oscar Schmidt is interesting one is that he what? was really started his business as a saddle maker, harness, okay. worked in leather work. Um, but what some of us know that name for is the Schmidt house yeah. was the house that um, eventually was the YMCA. Oh, okay. So okay. Um, some of us have only seen the photos of this beautiful grand house that sat up on the hill where the YWCA stands today. 
that was the Oscar Schmidt house. Okay. So um, kind of some fun things like that. Um, if you have listened to um, our podcasts um, on this station on Saturday mornings, we've done a, a podcast about women in medicine. And Miss Lida Osborne mm-hmm. is one of those doctors. And her, um, she is on the tour as well. And, um, you know, we would be remiss as a uh, as the Blue Earth County Historical Society if we did not talk about the Hubbards. Yes. Because um, they have a very, very large um, monument uh, that is located right in right as you go into the gates. <laughs> um, it, it tells you a lot about people, doesn't it? When they their, right. their stone is so big. Um, and so, of course, they are on the, the tour as well. And so, so you know, there the, there's just some examples of the people who are on the tour. Um, but there's also fun little tidbits. Um, Morton Wilkinson was uh, is also on the tour, and he was a senator for um, for Minnesota, and he was from here. And the Wilkinson House is also known as the later became the Palmer House, and it's the house that is part of St. John's Catholic Church in downtown okay. when that education center um, just recently was up for sale and there's a house behind it that um, is a, a stone house uh, that was part of the um, it was part of the, the campus for St. John's Catholic Church um, and that was Wilkinson's house. So he um, so the interesting thing about him is although he was very well known and, and politician and all of that, he actually died penniless. Oh. Um, and so when he died, he was buried in Glenwood Cemetery, but it took a number of years before he actually had a marker um, because somebody else had to pay for his marker. Oh, wow. So different little things like that. How so do you it, find those things out? Oh, you, you know us. We're the historical society. <laughs> we love to dig. <laughs> we love to go wow. through the newspapers. And then and how find. did you even know, like prior to that, where he was? You know. So like, all of the cemeteries in Blue Earth County, we have a little edge up. All the cemeteries in Blue Earth County back in the late 80s and early 90s were walked and were basically... Um, index is not the word like cataloged or something yes okay so we have um, wonderful records of where everybody in blue earth county um had been buried and what their headstone their footstones um said and so that's in a big database um so for us it's a matter of just going to the glenwood cemetery database and and being able to kind of negotiate it that way sure but also then taking a look at the map and figuring out what's the most walkable. Mm-hmm. Um, Glenwood Cemetery is actually 25 acres. Oh, wow. Um, and so it's a beautiful, beautiful spot. Um, it was uh, created, They, the Mankato Cemetery Association uh, designated those 25 acres. Well, it wasn't 25 to start, but they designated that parcel of land back in 1869 to be a cemetery for our community. Okay. Um, and one of the other really special things about Glenwood Cemetery is there are over 100 Civil War veterans that are buried at Glenwood Cemetery huh. and over as well as over 200 veterans of other wars from World War I and World War II. Um, and so this is, um, if you're doing research on um, veterans history, Civil War, World War I and World War II, this has a high concentration of um, veterans buried okay. there. And so there's a lot of Memorial Days, a, a beautiful service by the local VFW does a 21 gun salute mm-hmm. um, every Memorial Day at this particular cemetery and others throughout the area as well. Right. So 
um, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful cemetery. They have a beautiful mausoleum. Um, I'll put it a little plug in for the caretakers and the uh, cemetery association. The poor mausoleum was built in 1912. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, but it is in um, need of major repairs um, oh. to be able to um, maintain it and keep it standing. Um, and so if you are, are feeling a little tug in your heart, I know that the Glenwood Cemetery Association is in need of funds okay. um, to help with the restoration of that particular building. So just put a little plug in for them. And uh, But you can check that out yourself. The mausoleum will not be open. Um, but you can walk around the mausoleum and see that when you go on your cemetery tour um, over the next couple of weeks. So I, I wonder if you ever get questions because this is not the first cemetery tour that you have done. But do you ever get questions about why are we looking at the cemeteries as a, you know, by people asking questions? I mean, they weren't always considered a place of great sadness or yeah, even... No. Or creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, you know, cemeteries, especially um, early in history uh, and uh, even around the turn of the century, um, they were a beautiful, maintained green space. And many communities didn't necessarily carve out green spaces um, in their when they were plotting out their towns because they, they needed that. They needed, you know, to develop that piece of land so that they had more residents and then they'd have more of a tax base so that they could do more things. Sure. And so to carve out a green space for a park was a pretty... Um, uh, novel concept back in this time. So the cemeteries actually, because they're so well cared for, they were gathering spaces and it wasn't to be, um, to be morbid or anything, but it would be, you know, families for picnics and they would just include their loved ones that had passed. And so, you know, it would be very common to see somebody having a picnic next to a headstone um, and not as a morbid thing, but just as a as a hey, this is our space. This is and our, this is our loved one. Yeah, and this is our family space, and we're just going to have a family picnic here. Huh. Um, so it was very very common, and you have to think of it from this the the idea that there really isn't you know a picnic green space somewhere that's carved out like like Sibley Park or Washington Park. Mm -hmm. This this is that green space, and so that's how it was being treated was as this um, this gathering space, which is kind of neat. But when you when you think about uh, bringing families out there and and children running and playing and laughing mm -hmm. among, it, it brings just a different light to a it cemetery, does. and it's part of your family heritage. Maybe maybe not. I mean, I I personally don't have anyone at Glenwood Cemetery, but. To, to walk out there as a historian and just look at Lyda Osborne's stone and go, ah, this is where Lyda is. Mm -hmm. Not that, you know, but it, it's not like it gets me closer to knowing who she was, but after I've gotten to know her, it's You've almost studied, like, yeah. yeah, it's almost like seeing a photograph of her, right. you know, even though I'm not. Um, there's just something about having that kind of connection. And, and that's what we hope to do with cemetery tours is really give some insight and per, uh, into who some of these people that had walked the same grounds as we are today, what their story is and, and what they did and what was their impact in this community. Um, just like, you know, in 50 plus years, um, I hope that somebody's looking back at the impact that we've made and is able to learn more from about our story. Right. So that's the idea. It's about history is about stories. And so this is an opportunity to share stories about 15 families that um, had impact in Mankato in Blue Earth County 
and um, you're going to be able to learn more about their stories. Tell me a little bit more about the mausoleum. You said it's not open. Right. But, and how old was it? 1912 is when the mausoleum was built. It was actually the first community mausoleum that was built in the state of Minnesota. Okay. So, but the mausoleum, um, its purpose is for holding, um, it has 246 crypts um, plus two receiving vaults that are used by the Cemetery Association. Um, the, the crypts are for people who, this is really, I mean, 1912, the idea of having someone cremated is not, is not a mm-hmm. concept at all. Mm-hmm. So these, a lot of times people that would purchase, um, a crypt in the mausoleum because they didn't want to be buried underground. Okay. Um, and so this was, this would be that choice that, you know, we have today is different types of, um, Oh, there's so much difference now, there's right? So like, much there's difference. so many options. Exactly. And so that's what this is. It's a different option. Um, and so that's what the purpose of the mausoleum is. Um, and it was, it, it's a stained glass windows are beautiful. Um, it has beautiful uh, early tile, 1912. So it's beautiful. It's just mm. gorgeous. The doors, 700 pounds are the entrance doors. Wow. I mean, it's a really beautiful building. Um, they open it, typically open it for uh, Memorial Day weekend um, or Memorial Day when they have their ceremony out at the part at the cemetery. Um, so if uh, that's one of those things to, to watch out for. So when you get an opportunity to, to see how beautiful it is inside as well. Wow. Okay. So if we want more information about this, the, the website is the place to go. Right. So if you go to blueearthcountyhistory.com, it just pops right up on our website about how to purchase your tickets. And you're basically purchasing a downloadable link. Um, and today, today only, um, from 5 to 7 p.m., we will have staff out at the cemetery to okay. be able to answer some questions. Um, so if you um, do re- get your downloadable lap and, uh, sorry, app and you're out at the cemetery and you're like, ah, what do I do next? You know, we'll be there to, to help troubleshoot some of that technology piece. Um, but this is the only day we'll be there. Of course, we're always available. If you just give us a call or shoot us an email, we'll be happy to to guide you through this um, really cool experience. And that opens today. So make sure to grab those tickets and they're good through the end of the month. We'll put the link underneath this uh, interview on uh, Talk of the Towns page on KTOE. And then we've got a couple minutes left. I know that there's a new exhibit that's opening um, coming up on July 1st, right? Correct. So a brand new exhibit. Um, we said goodbye to our celebrating 100 years of Lincoln, um, Lincoln School. We just closed that exhibit last weekend. And in a couple of weeks on July 1st, we will open a brand new exhibit called Music and Memories. And this is reliving uh, Mankato's vibrant local music scene of the 1960s through the 1980s. So it will be a really, um, can I say groovy? Yeah, you can, I think. <laughs> really, yeah. A really groovy exhibit. <laughs> um, this is uh, based on uh, a, a personal collection um, of photographs and memorabilia from local bands um, that a, a local collector has in his collection. And uh, he is lending that collection to the History Center to be able to really showcase the incredible music scene and the, the different people I've talked to Um just really talk about how how vibrant it was mm-hmm. um how many um individuals or bands went on to do more um in the music yeah, scene yeah, than we've just got local. some minnesota music hall of fame people right from here right right, right. and so it is it's going to be a really neat exhibit to um to really it, it, 
experience, um, what that looked like and, and where were the places to go? Who were the people? What was the sound? Um, really fun exhibit. And that's going to be up through the rest of the year. So there'll be plenty of opportunity to see it. Um, but if you want to be there for opening day, it'll be on July 1st. And of course, it's a music theme event or exhibit. So of course, we're going to have a lot of music themed um, events coming up um, over the next few months. And we'll have more information on that as it becomes available. And you'll come back and talk to us all about that. Yes, we will. Get all the info off the website or follow you on socials. Yes, I think most of the information about the exhibit and, and some of those little teasers about it will be, you'll see that more on uh, social media then you will necessarily see on our website, but uh, check that out and follow us. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of social media stuff that I've become too old to understand. So um, check it out. Check it out and uh, and follow us. Jessica Potter from the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Don't breathe deeply when you go outside. Just be safe. And, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you.